Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Impetuous, my defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friendos? And welcome in. This is the In the Sleep Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm the Welsh. Chris Welsh, that is the bog man, arch nemesis of Swamp Thing. One day, the duel will happen. A fight to the death. The bog man or the Swamp Thing? Who will survive? We don't know. Someday we will. Welcome in. It is the Enzos, brothers. It is right towards the end of the baseball season. Fantasy playoffs. You're at worst in the maybe like first round. At best, you might be in a two-week championship. You're in some capacity in to the final uh, the final countdown on the final throws of the fantasy baseball season. So beware, and we will try to help you beware as possible because we could sit here and do the show that we've always done, but as I was telling Bogman, it's fun to speculate on all the names and stuff, but guess what? One player can ruin it all. They can ruin the Might whole be Merrill Kelly thing. for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Gave up seven runs today. So. Might be that, you know what? Merrill might be the reason you're not out here in three weeks and that you're out here in seven weeks. Yep. Yeah, um, it looks more and more likely by the day. So at least, uh, you know, when Tory makes a good managerial decision, the Mets crap all over him for it. And then when they clap back at the announcers for the Mets, did you see any of this? I saw a little uh, bit of it, yeah. Uh, then they lose both games immediately after that and look totally stupid. So I told my son, great. by the way, about you coming, and he was like, oh, my God, Bogman? And then I was like, <laughs> so he's either coming either um, – in three weeks or in the beginning of November. And he's like, I haven't seen Bogman in like eight years. And I'm like, buddy, that's not true. <laughs> How old were, is he? <laughs> you would have been three. And he was here before he was in this current house before uh, he moved. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's right. And then he looked at me, he's like, November's so far away. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's less than two months. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's very uh, excited that the thought of seeing you uh, in the near future. Nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully in the, as long as they don't like, you know, when I'm getting my house fixed, they're not like, oh yeah, this is going to be way more money. You know, uh, as long as that doesn't happen, I will be out at some point in Arizona in the near future within the next two months. for sure. Yeah. I'm setting up an autograph signing for Bogman when he comes out too. So if you want to get your autographs yeah. uh, of Bogman, Carl's Jr. Which Carl's Jr. are we going to? Ali, Alejandro this? Kirk cards. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of stuff in the works. 
uh, maybe some big sexies. You know, we got we got some stuff. We're gonna do an autograph signing. We're gonna do some big things. Come on out to see Bogman selling auto tickets here in the near future. Uh, we are prepping you guys, when however we can. We're really gonna just be talking about the latest round baseball. Any of the little quirky things, we're gonna look at two start pitchers. This weekend's pitchers, what the last seven days of hitters are, if we can find a few things. But like I said before, you have to be careful. We were kind of like dancing around this. I did CBS on Wednesday night and even off air, we were talking about this. And when you get on air, you know, we all have these different, it's like, you're the streaming guys and who do you like and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, unless you're in desperation mode, you should, this should be the pickiest you've ever been. Cause it is cool. And it's like, oh, look at that guy. Like he might be good towards the end. But that one guy, that one start can, you can be chasing your tail for an entire week. Or, you know, if you're in weekly lineups and stuff, not going with safety nets and playing huge upside can really blow up in your face. So you got to be careful and we'll just try to talk through as best as we can because it is almost over. And actually this Thursday show, this is the last of the Thursday shows as we are going to be going to one a week. But I will say in, I think two weeks, that's right at the end, I think we'll be doing our early mock draft and we'll be filling that on our Patreon. So if you are a part of it, you're going to be notified. If you're not go to in this you can sign up today and you can be a part of the army. You can get access to the prospect dynasty update, which I'm hoping is going to be, I put a little bit less emphasis on it because it's like the back end of the year, but I'm hoping to have it here on Friday. The prospect list is I think good for now. Uh, the dynasty list is what I'm currently working on. So I'll be posting that going to have early off season ranks and tons more. Get in the group me rooms, hang out with us and celebrate baseball all season long as we do it in this league.com. And you could potentially be a part of that mock draft, which it'll be a slow mock. And then we'll break it down, uh, break it down on the show, which should be interesting. Cause you know, there's a couple of those out there. The, um, the one that Bubba did. And I think there's even like, that might've been actually a money one. I don't think that's a mock. I think they said that's like a live yeah. money draft. You know, it's interesting. I, I don't actually hate this format. They do this. I don't think they do it a hundred percent, but there's like a draft or two they do during first pitch where you draft part of the draft in November and then you come back and draft the rest. So it's like you draft the first like 10 rounds or something like that. Or I think that's what they do during first pitch is you do. That's what I just like, said. That's what oh, I just okay, said. That's okay, the, okay. During the first pitch. I thought you were saying just a random draft in November. Uh, no, 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 that, that is definitely what they did because, and I remember, I think the, uh, uh, the reason for this happening, I remember our boys, Jesse Severe and Ryan Barwich were in one of the yeah. live drafts. It was taking like five hours and they're like, we're just going to have to finish this up. Was another that an time. auction? I think it might've been an auction, oh. but it was taking forever and everybody else was out at the, uh, the fall league games. And they're like, can we wrap that? We want to go to the games. Rather, That's why we're here. You yeah. know what I would rather do than oh, do an auction God. during first pitch. I'd rather take 40 ibuprofen and then do yeah. it again right after. I, I Literally anything. I can't tell you. Maybe I'm in a mood today. So maybe auctions are like the thought of an auction right now is physically making me mad. It is physically <laughs> making me mad about it's just sitting time, there man. and someone annoying betting one, put one more dollar and it's an hour and a half. And I have two goddamn players that I overpaid for. Oh my God. Like uh, it is making me upset thinking about the auction right it's now. It's so I mean, funny. Like, four hours from now, this is where I'm going to get everybody. Cause I got all the money. It's going to be great. You do a draft and someone takes a player right in front of you. Like, ah, oh, come on. Right. I feel like you, get over it you if move someone, on if someone uh puts a dollar more on welsh's player when he's down to one second it is the same as spitting in his face he yeah. hates it so much i love doing it to you 
so much because oh, it's you like hate Steve it. Buscemi. But I'm just like, I put it on the list. I'm just like putting my <laughs> lipstick on my face and. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make. In this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world. Says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl Jr. I'm like, all right, I'll remember that. All right, Barwich, I'm coming Glad for you. Glad I didn't outbid that guy. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, God, that's I hate it. I just, right now, the thought of an auction physically makes me sick and angry. But it's also like, like I love drafting, but, and I know I'd be like, oh, auctions are everything. That's fine. And, I, and I've said this a million times. If I played in one or two leagues, or if I was like the guy. How about a slow auction, though? How about one of those? I'm totally cool with this, because that's not the point. The point is, being stuck for four and a half hours and wanting to kill myself for two of them because I can't do anything. That's the problem. And I'm frustrated. Like if I were, and I know there's plenty of you that are like this and this is fine. And I might be like this. If I just was like the guy that I'm like, well, I'll go like 10 FBC and let me show you all my NFBC teams. Okay, cool. If that was me and I had one home league, that was an auction. That would be fine. If all of my investment was in that, that's fine, but it's not, it's invested all across the board. And to be honest with you, auctions like a week before the season start are even worse. So um, mm-hmm. that's why Which November. We, I, we just did one of those. That's why, you know, <laughs> it's fresh in my mind. Exactly. Like I, I'm all about drafting in November, even as degenerate as it is. But I'm, it's got to be regular draft. I can't even tell you the things I'd rather do than do uh, do an auction during that time. So if I can take part, I might take part. I have no idea what I'll be doing during first pitch, but. Uh, it should be fun. I'm going to maintain myself today. But I got, yeah, relax. I caught myself almost say like three or four different things. And it's just like, let's take relax. Let's take, take it a easy. Break. You're on third street. I'm acting like I'm a Red Sox fan right now because the Reds, the Red Sox fans, you forget how many people in the space are Red Sox fans until something prominent happens. Hen Blim uh, was fired today. Hen Blim was let go. And Red Sox fans are like, this is it. I saw 
our, our buddy Brennan Tuma from Underdog was like, I spent way too, I, I uncovered this draft and wrote this. I mean, it, it was probably like this angry diary book of greatness, by the way, because <laughs> Brennan's a great writer. But it was like my thoughts on this. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. It's like it's like there's like Shelly and there's Eric and there's wow. like Jeff Fonts and it's Brent. There are so many Red Sox fans and everybody is lamenting this situation. You would think this was like the commissioner being fired when it's just the operating guy for one team. It is dominating everything right now. And it's like, all right. Remember how much you hated Dave Stewart? Remember how much you hated Kevin Towers? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When when these guys were in charge, it made our lives miserable. So, uh, you know, to, to see a guy go, uh, I just. Very know. true. And I'm not trying to be dismissive of it. No, I'm no. More saying not. like, whoa, you forget how many people are Red Sox fans until you see article after tweet after tweet after article. And you're like, oh, yeah, we are in a dominant space of this. And, and Bloom was a very controversial piece in the Red Sox space because of absolutely the fumbling of the Mookie bet situation. I, I know it makes them, it makes Red Sox fans sick to their stomach to this day. And what this like Atlanta fans like. for Freddie Freeman, even though they're doing great and they have the league leader in homers and he's going to set the Matt Olson is going to set the Braves franchise record uh, in bombs. I think with his next Homer, you know, they still like Freddie Freeman was a fan favorite and they totally screwed that up. And that's why Freeman fired his agent. It was a big mess. So. But if the Red Sox had an Acuna, I think this would be a bunch of different situation. They traded yes, their Acuna right. and that was bad. Devers. And that was the, <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about that. I don't know why. Devers is fun. He's, but Devers is just sitting over here. Devers is the type of player that Red Sox fans, you'll hear them talk about him most when he's gone and not when he's on the team. Like Mookie yeah. Betts was one that everyone's. We like, got to no, have no, some no, playoff success to get respect in Boston. I think that's really what it is. You know, have yeah. an enormous amount of playoff success uh, to really get respect and bring multiple championships now because that's the bar. That's the bar that uh, you know Pedro and Poppy and and that whole team, uh, Petey, they all set for uh, for Boston. So <laughs> you said Petey Pablo? <laughs> no, Petey uh, Dustin uh, Pedroia. Petey, do you remember Petey Pablo? I do. The rapper? North Carolina. Wasn't that Pete Pablo? up. Take your shirt off. Spin it around your head like a helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. That was South like right Carolina. after high school. Come on, a raise up. This going to you. This one's a who. What? Oh, what? Here we what, go. What? Oh, Welsh really remembers it. Wow. <laughs> I just, it's coming to me. It's just starting to come. <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah. This is like me being a Red Sox fan and having a bloom take. I'm just going. I'm like, uh, But no, I mean, it is, it is a very big story around baseball as well. We'll see. It, I don't know what implication it has to really anything in what their focus is going to be. But um, I know really, I, I, maybe the best thing is like a quarter of fantasy baseball is happy today because of all the Red Sox fans are happy <laughs> that Bloom is gone. And I think there's, it's a sign of relief and it happened right towards the back half of the year. Uh, some other news and notes, Max Scherzer going to miss the rest of the regular season um, due to a terrace major strain in his shoulder. So bye-bye. He is gone. He had been kind of stanking, and the Rangers are on a free fall. I was about to do it, but I decided not to. Oh, uh, uh, come on. Come on. Just do it. Just free. Do it. There it is. Bop, bop, bop. Free falling. Free falling. And Rangers free are free. Right, they're free falling. I, 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 the, I'd never hear that song like on the radio or anything. But uh, I use it when someone is dropping ranks in the mock draft episode. So I have it saved, mm. Tom Petty. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Pre-fallen. So shout out Tom Petty. There you go. Tom Petty. R.I.P. Max Scherzer and the Rangers, they are a tumbling down. So Scherzer, it, it, there's, I've done it twice. So I'm not going to do it here, but I've been having lots of conversations about these type of pitchers we'll have in the off season. But I, I actually think it's kind of freeing, to be honest with you at this point. Sure, it stinks. But if there's any form of viable pitchers out there, at least you just don't have to be like, well, I got to put him out here. And then he just goes and gets blown up because he's been super inconsistent with no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, he is out. We know Sandy is out. Wanted to point out, I kind of said this. We almost like went past it on CBS last night, but there was there's an MRI for Sandy Alcantara that revealed a UCL sprain. He, I think he had thrown the other day, but like multiple sources, I think including Craig Mish had said, like be careful this because we're waiting to see what type of tear this is, if it's a mild or a severe tear, because a severe tear leads to the thing nobody wants. So there is a slight potential that we could get the worst news for Sandy Alcantara and we are Alcantara lists next year. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's all good. Monitor that though. More aces just falling like rocks right now. Um, We got what looks like most likely the last most impactful prospect. I say that and some craziness is going to happen. Now here's why I could be completely wrong about that. The double a season ends on Sunday. So that's done. That could open up an opportunity for a team like, let's just say the Orioles. Well, I guess he's in AAA, so it doesn't matter for Jackson Holiday. I suppose it could open up a double A guy coming up, but the AAA season goes till the end of the season. I just don't think so unless there's a big injury and someone's trying to pick up a few games. I think Heston Kerstad is the last of the big Can we play this back three for. weeks in a row, though, uh, for you, for you to say? I think this is probably the probably. last of the big. Uh, I mean, it should be. But he's know. not like in the Pete Crow range, I guess. So I guess I should maybe be a little bit more specific. Like of the elite guys, there's only one other that stands out in my mind so, right now. Like to what number is elite? 20, 25? Well, I think like elite is like 10, but let, let's open it okay. up to 20. There are okay. two players that jump to mind. Jackson Merrill. But why would the Padres do this right now? Right. No reason. The other one would be Colt Keith. There's no reason. That's why I mean, if they want to like play manipulation, then don't bring these guys up. Um, if there's no room to get them majorly. I mean, I, I tend to think if a guy is going to be vying for a starting job next year and you have, even if you're not in it, give him some time, give him some run right now. Why would you not? Uh, but it could be about like the whole Zuber two, blah, 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 blah. So that might be, those are the other two guys, the next globby tier that was kind of cursed on. And that's where he was. We were kind of waiting because he's had a phenomenal season. He's hit over 300, hitting 298 in AAA. He's got 20 plus homers. He's lowered his strikeout rate. Uh, he's been a big, I mean, he's just got big EVs. He's hit um, in the last calendar year. He's had two inside the park homers. He's kind of a bigger guy, one in the AFL, and he had one earlier this year. I just dig cursed on. And I think he's kind of fun. I, the only bad news is right, well, bad. Ryan Mountcastle, who got hurt, he had an MRI and it came back clean. And he is not a candidate for the IL, which was reported today. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to just be like, and kick him back or if he's going to have much run. But I think like the guys that were going to be impactful, Evan Carter, he's fun. He's worth owning right now. Mauricio's worth owning. I wish Lawler was like, did Lawler do anything today? I have, I mean, the Diamondbacks are getting their little PP stepped on, so they're not doing anything. He's not playing. He hit two the other day doing nothing. He's it's trash and redraft. You just, you cut bait. It's like Mauricio Carter, even Pete Crow Armstrong is kind of tough right now. I just think defensively he's put himself in a good position. So this is just pure speculative, deeper league type of plays. Your normal, your normal 12 team people. I don't think so. You just, unless it's any keeper type of thing. I don't, I'm not trying to go and jump to the wire to get sure. cursed odd. And I, I would be fine dumping most of those rookies at this point. And if you're, if you're in a non bidding system or if everyone has already exhausted all their money and it's basically like a, you know, waiver system at this point, do you want to burn your priority on one of those guys? Or would you rather do it on like a, a two starter, two pitch starter, a two start pitcher for the next week? I mean, uh, or like just a pitcher that has been good over the last month because they're all dropping like flies right now. Yeah. You know, one of the things I would be preemptively thinking about as well is if you do have someone that's kind of like <laughs> sitting around with like an injury tag or whatever, and you've got a good hold this week, I'd try to make my offensive hitter, uh, even assuming daily leagues pick up this week. So I have all of mine for pitching next week. You kind of want to have that for, um, you you want to have that ace in the hole for pitching on your last week or in your, in your championship run, whatever it is. If you need to, you know, if you screw up with ratios or you need to try to play for a couple more strikeouts or whatever it is, I would try to fit those holes right now. And the problem is, it's like, there's just so many guys, like this was a fascinating one last night. They asked me, uh, Frank had asked me like, Hey, would you drop? Oh, who the hell was it? Would you drop? Oh, Sean Murphy who hasn't really been playing every day. And there's, you know, little struggly struggles that here and there, but like what incentive do the Braves have right now? Would you drop him for Mitch Garver who Mitch Garver has been on fire playing every single day. And I'm like, absolutely. I would like, yeah, this is the time where you're making big moves. And uh, Scott had talked about dropping J2 Ramuto for Garver at this point. So, you know, like I, I, I want to make those de- decisive decisions now for what I'm going to do as far as hitting goes. 
and then be reactive to pitching next week because guys are going to have like starts pushed and players are turning into like these multi-inning relievers now. Like I think you just need to be on your heels for relief pitching. Yeah. Weren't you talking about how, uh, or Scott White, I think was talking about it on the, the CBS pod about how, you know, Christopher Sanchez looked amazing, but they talked about piggybacking him yeah. for the rest of the season as well, which is just like the guy's pitching so well. She struck out 10 Braves. I know. Like, I, why are we piggybacking that guy? Because yeah. I was talking up Sanchez and it, it is a good point. The only, the only thing though, is what I kind of was pushing back with is, is you're right, but maybe you need to start looking at these situations of like, okay, do you want some subpar starter because they're sure, a quote starter sure. now, or would you rather go with a guy that yes, it is piggybacked. Innings for the ratios and maybe just maybe if they did piggyback Sanchez with Michael Lorenzen, what if Sanchez is on the back half of that Lorenzen start and Lorenzen goes three or four to start. And then Sanchez comes in for three and he's in line for the win or maybe even a three inning save could be on the docket. If Lorenzen were to go five or something like that. So I don't know. I just think you can play some long inning relief for ratios with guys like Chris Sanchez because he's been insane. I just really hate the idea of let's sack these guys because if Sanchez does give up two runs, it looks way worse on three innings than it does on five. So it's just, it's frustrating, but that's, that's the time of the year. You know, I've talked about this for a little bit and I know people don't want to hear it, but maybe the end of the fantasy baseball season should be closer to September 1st than October 1st. That's I think a lot of people are moving into agreeing with that. And I, um, the, I know like Scott's, approach is every like playoff matchup is like a two week matchup. Yeah. So they go earlier and they play two weeks, you know, in a very like, I, I always think that's funny. Cause I think that's the most roto way to play head to head where it's like, we want to <laughs> take out all the very, cause someone asked me that yeah, same yeah. thing and they're just like, well, it takes out the blah, blah, blah. And, and I just want to be like, but that's not the point of, but like, that's why you play head to head is for, yeah. you know, for the excitement of it. I so. suppose in real life playing the seven games, is a very roto way to play playoffs versus football, which it's one and done. Right, so right. I guess I can, but you are given a full week still, but, but back to your point, maybe to kill some of the variances to play the two weeks, or like you said, you just move everything up a little bit. And also I 100% next year want to do our home link exactly how you did it this year. I thought it was fun. I with think, doing a I think one maybe half roto one half head to head. I think maybe we reverse it though. I think maybe head to head for the longer stretch and roto for the playoff stretch, I feel like might make it more fun. Because if you shorten that roto, uh, that roto time, I feel like roto becomes more fun as well. And you're also shortening, you know, maybe we have a first half champion. Maybe we do like first half playoffs as well. And then we do roto for the second half. So Barwich and I have been like uh, throwing some ideas back and forth. On that, I so, liked how uh, it went. I actually, I think if you're going to do Roto, well, you, you should won, have right. Long- you're going to win. So yeah, you like, well, uh, not, I don't know if I'm going to win. I won Roto. I won the Roto side of it. Guys, I don't know win. if I'm gonna- he's already got money from it. So of course he likes it. <laughs> so. I am actually, I am vying for to get into the championship of head to head too uh, yeah. for that. But no, I, I would argue that I would, if, we, if you're going to pick one of them to be longer, I want that to be the Roto. So you can stretch the Roto out. I can deal with shorter in head to head. Cause you just, all you got to do is have, six good weeks or whatever the regular season. And then if, if you're good enough and you make the playoffs, anything could happen. But um, yeah, there's lots of ways to do it. I guess maybe the bigger point is like, if you're just a traditionalist in baseball and you play your one or two home leagues and stuff, cool that you have fun. But I think it is always important to maybe like look over how, so you don't burn yourself out and like start to hate it and be like, Oh, 
find different ways to have fun and whatever that is, whatever that is for you. You're so sick of being the guy like, oh, you're so good all season. I get knocked in the playoffs. I think I'll play Roto. Try playing some more Roto or try to play some points. Whatever you're going to do, just do don't be a crybaby. That's all I want. Like, just yeah. don't, you know, you can make a complaint once or twice, but if it's the same complaint over and over and over and over, just go away. You know, yeah, well, a hundred percent. If you sit there and you just complain and complain, and you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like, well, you're a crybaby. You're like a huge <laughs> crybaby because now you're taking your toys and you're going home about it. Like figure something out, like have some more fun with it. And sometimes your fun has to be like, oh, I can't play in this league or I can't do this or whatever. But, you know, manifest destiny, you know, make it happen for yourself <laughs> and manifest your fantasy baseball destiny is what I'm getting at. Right. Uh, I would love to manifest Shohei Otani to play in the goddamn games right now because I have him I in mean, that head to head, but he's not, he's not going. To. He's not going. Yeah, but then, then, then pull, pull the ripcord. Like, let's yeah. be done with it. I agree. There's Bye. nothing. There's, yeah, there's nothing I can else I can say. Snip, like, snip. Get yeah. Do your thing. Whatever you're gonna cut. Whatever Put you're gonna him on snip. the IL. I mean, they are holding out every hope. Not only did they not trade him, now they won't even stick him on the IL. They're like, nah, we'll just hold an empty spot for you. You can play whatever you feel like. It's fine. I feel no. like they know, like, like the Angels owners playing fantasy baseball, and they're just like, "Don't put Otani on the IL." He's not. He's not. Uh, he's not setting his roster every day. Is that what you're he's, saying? Uh, he left Otani on the bench and won't put him back in. That's what's yeah. happening. I had one of those days where the, that day where that he was going to play, and I popped him on, and then they're like, "Nah, just kidding." We put him. Lol, in. lol. Look at how many people started him. Ah, look at this dumb idiot. He put him in. Uh, and <laughs> the least surprising news, uh, Jazz Chisholm left Wednesday's game with right knee discomfort. I don't mean to make light of it. I don't want him to be hurt. I want uh, him okay. to be successful because I love him to death. He's one of my favorite in-person baseball players to be around. But cover, he's played 82 games. Cover of MLB The Show. He's a great player. 82 games. Is this, is Jazz Chisholm, Byron Chisholm. Buxton, Chisholm. Is he Byron Buxton 2.0? It's trending. Yeah. Who's who's more injury, Stanton or Buxton at this point? Who exemplifies walking injury? Ooh, I I mean, I Buxton. think just I, I don't know. I think in the in the history of games, doesn't Stanton have to have missed more? Maybe not at this point. I don't know. It's got to be close. So what's just it, bad now? Is so Stanton Vader? Buxton is Anakin, and uh, Jazz Chisholm <laughs> is Ahsoka. <laughs> well, you're trying to relate this to me here. Is this, yeah, is I'm this trying to put this, this in relation here. Yeah, so yeah. Jazz is Ahsoka is what I'm getting at. I guess. I uh, yeah. I I don't know. It's uh, that that then got O'Neill Cruz is O'Neill Cruz is uh, uh, Ezra because uh, no. he's missing and we never see what's him. What's the what's the the girl the but <laughs> the girl uh, Sabine. What's a Sabine? <laughs> I can say her name. <laughs> Bussin. Yeah. Thank you, Grandpa. Yes, it's Sabine. Right. Bussin. What's a Bussin girl? The Bussin chick. <laughs> all right. So. Bet. Yeah. All right. Sure. Did I? I think I related that to you though properly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We got it all. So. <laughs> so Jazz is still the one. Well, by. By all that, though, I mean, Ahsoka is amazing. So jazz is still amazing. Ahsoka so. is amazing. I look, I, uh, next year? no, that, that oh, was okay. what I, that was going to be my next thing is I think that you you guys know how I am. I don't like these guys that miss multiple weeks and in football. I don't like, it's not even the guys that are hurt all the time. It's the guys that are always questionable, which is, it's more annoying than the hurt guys. I, at least like with Jacob deGrom, you knew he was out. He's done. Goodbye. See ya. We, we're not going to see him again. Uh, you know, with jazz, it's like, all right. Let's put him in the. Let's bring him back. Let's bring. Oh, it's too soon now. He's back. Uh, let's bring yeah. him back. Uh, how many IL stints has this guy had this year? Five, six. Um, I mean, it's incredible how many he's had. More IL so. stints and weight I've lost this year. So yeah. I would. I, I would. Yeah. Whatever you lost, it, I found. So he's a big L for me. And like, 
I was thinking well, about performance, this performance. He isn't an L though. He's still he's a good player when he's out there, but he's never yeah. Out but there. This is like I was just like, oh, Joe's number one second baseman. Like, shut up, idiot. Like, it's just stupid. But also, like, what what do you think is where? And this is the thing I think fantasy baseball analysts have to be careful of because I think when you take your shots and you're wrong, and I think it makes people become more and more conservative and just hold to that conservative nature, and then. Is it worse to have, it's like a love and loss. Is it worse to have loved than lost and never loved at all? Is it worse than to have taken your shot and been wrong than could be completely out on a guy for an injury-based reason like this and then them dominate and you have zero shares and you were just like, no thanks. Like what's, what is worse? Um, I, I, I think it's, I yeah, I, it does. I think it's worse to have that guy and he doesn't play. So I so would you're rather be I'm stupid. So I'm no, saying, I'm not saying, saying you're stupid. stupid. I, I well, look. I mean, everybody takes a risk. Everybody take and and there are certain players where I will just block out my normal, you know, hate for injury. Stanton was one of those guys for years where uh, I usually hate the injured guys, but I know this guy can hit 70 if he plays all the game. He has so much power; it's unbelievable. But you know, he never played. He never played enough games to, to do something like that. And now he's just not good. So, you know, Got it. it doesn't matter either way. Stanton is Palpatine. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. In this league. And then Buxton is Vader, and then Jazz is Vader. Anakin. Well, Vader is Anakin, so what are we doing? Oh, crap. No, Luke. I meant Luke when I said Luke. that Luke, okay. Luke. All right. So Jazz is Luke, but then Luke doesn't turn bad. So then the so, so Jazz changes it all. See how I did that? Jazz changes the direction of the force because that's the new pairing. All right. I think we're I think we're explaining Metachlorians now. I think we're getting a little too <laughs> deep into the weeds. So But what's the flying whale about? That's what I really want to know. What is the Purgles? What talk about Purgles, guys? <laughs> Why do you sound like a redneck? There's a what Purgle. Are the Purgles? Can I shoot him? 
<laughs> Give me one of them things. Give me my oh, gun, Oh, no. It, the Purgle's coming. Get him. Oh, my God. It's Purgle's. It's coming right for us. Come on, boys. Get them Purgle's. That sounds like a bad word, too. We're wailing on the moon. I don't think we can say Purgle. I don't think we're allowed to say that. Uh, Christian Yelich. <laughs> Christian Yelich uh, missed five games in a row with some back soreness. So he was backloading those injuries for us. You Darvish done for the year with some bone spurs. So I think you Darvish just wants out of San Diego. I think he does not like being there anymore. So, <laughs> okay. Well, he signed a big old contract to stay there forever for all the money. I know. I know. But I mean, just look at his body language. He looks miserable. Well, yeah. every start. <laughs> he got bones that are sticking out. Are you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Uh, maybe if, if yeah. I was in pain constantly, I would also look miserable. <laughs> so, yeah, you're sticking right. out of your skin. You'd be like, oh, I gotta, <laughs> Get this Purgle out of here. You don't belong in here, Purgle. We don't like your kind. I'm killing the Welsh with this. I'm dying, man. Injuries. Uh, Brett Beatty left Wednesday with some groin soreness. Speaking of groins, Yandy Diaz left because his nuts were contused. He oh, had, dude, the testicular contusion. The when I ball. saw it, Ooh. I didn't think of it just being a hit. I Was went to the Snyder? fracture. I went to Chris Snyder. I thought his balls fell out and Ooh. got all cracked and stuff, and people had to pick him up like Chris Snyder. But Chris Snyder's balls were fractured. I don't know. I if people well, know I don't, yeah. I mean, what? how did you cast that? Like, what do you do with it? I don't know what to do. Just rest and rehab? Do you just sit on ice all day long? Is that what it is? Like, I mean, how do you fix that? Yeah, and Deandi played like the next day. How did he contuse his his nut? His nutters? Well, I mean, you know, you, you start wearing a cup every day. I say I can tell well, you that. Is he much. not wearing it before? I think a lot of guys don't wear it. Most of the time you're not gonna get hit in the nuts. Like the only the catcher is the one that really needs it most you days. Th- you think like if that happened to you, you'd be like, just say it's lower body pain. You know, you'd be uh, like, don't yeah. say like my nuts are, are hit. Or I mean, I don't know. I don't really care. You know, I that's think so everyone funny. saw what happened. They're not going to be like lower body. Yeah. What part of your lower body? That's like, it's like saying blood disorder. Welsh. just, just, just say what it is. Like if <laughs> you're going to give us one part, just tell us. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, his, I guess his nuts are okay though. So, yeah. you know, you have to miss a game to get warts removed. Maybe lower body in, in, uh, injury in that case. But you know, if, if you got hit, on the field of play, people are going to know what happened. There's an advertising so. opportunity out there. I'm just saying somebody needs to step up to the nuts and, and help Yandy out there. There's a definite right. opportunity there. I actually going to start selling corn nuts. Is that what it is? Or is it, uh, could be know. cups. It could be boxer briefs. It could be an actual nuts, like anything. There's a lot of nut opportunities. Mr. Peanut, just put Yandy on right. there. Like mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I mean, if I was his agent, I should be an agent. I'm thinking of, I want to make my guys money. He just, Hit the family jewels. So I'm trying to like protect bring the family. some money back. I'm trying to protect. Exactly. I told you about Ryan Mountcastle. Kinley was uh, Kinley Jansen was placed on the COVID list. A little COVID going around right now. Nolan Gorman was placed on the 10 day IL with a hamstring strain. Jose Miranda out for the year with a shoulder surgery. So hopefully he can get back to not being good next year. Uh, <laughs> Jamer Candelario was placed on the IL with back soreness. Not great for the Cubs. And Jose Siri was placed on the IL with a hand fracture. So it's all good news late in the season, right? I mean, everybody's breaking down. It's not a surprise. We have more injuries now than ever. Another reason why maybe you want to shorten your season, but uh, yeah, just I, play till you know what? End in April. Why not? Just end, end your fantasy baseball. All season right. Calm down. I'm not. Don't start camp- the first month because listen, nothing works. You play between April 15th listen, listen, and May 28th. That's a season. 
I'm not campaigning for it. And I know there's purists out there that play to the end. I have been one of those in the past, right? So all I'm saying is that there's multiple things that could make it easier for you. It's just ending in September 1st is easier. If you want the hard game and you want the long road, go all the way down to the end of the nitty gritty. I don't care, but you sound like the DFS people. You sound like uh, a DFS player just weekly. Uh, by the way, Bogman, well, I'm not Bogman running is, a political campaign here. I'm just, you know, you're the I've, barrier of fun none in of sports, my leagues by the do way. That, by the way, not, none of my leagues do that, by the way. The ones that I make, not a single one does that. I don't because I know most people don't like it. So yeah. I don't. But do Bo- Bogman is the harbinger of fun right now. He's like, we shouldn't play Thursday night football games. People in the live oh. chats on Fantasy Pros are like, hey, buddy, you trying to take football away? Bogman's like, oh, baseball's bad at the end. In the beginning, we shouldn't do preseason. We shouldn't. Baseball <laughs> is bad at the end. Baseball is fine at the end. Fantasy baseball gets more difficult at the end, is what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah Thursday night football sucks. Watch the game. It's going to be terrible. These guys are not ready to play on three days rest. They're tired. It should only be after bye weeks. As long as my bets cash, that's all that I care about. <laughs> um, the only last thing I just want to throw out, it looks like, no surprise, um, Julio Urias is getting that wander treatment, taking down uh, banners, and he is being removed. He's a free agent, so it's probably not that big of a deal, but they're like, ah, let's start this a little bit early. Let's yep. get all this stuff out of here. What teams in Korea need a pitcher is my question. So Ain't going to be here. So you not going to be pitching here in my main question soon. is what is up with your IG? Let's take a break. When we come back. We'll talk about uh, stuff and things. We're going to talk about some weekend pitchers who's on the docket for next week and who's been hot over the last seven days. If you need to point to some hitters and we'll do it right after this. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night can find ITL on Underdog Fantasy. Did you know that? Promo code ITL gets you a 100% matchup for 100 bucks. You can be playing some Underdog right now. You can do a little football and some baseball action together. You could do all one sport in the Pick'em Contest. Daily drafts. Go do it and use the promo code ITL. Hook the boys up. What do you want to start with? You want to start with hitters? You want to start with pitchers? What would you like uh, to start with? Well, I only did pitchers. So well, I have some hitting stuff here. All I got right. some hitty stuff here. You want to get that out of the way? Let's yeah, do, let's, let's do get hitters. That out of the let's way. do the hitties. Right. So some hitties. Here are some players. I'm going to just rattle off some guys with zero science of understanding what the percentages are looking like right now of guys that maybe you could look at if you are looking to pick up some bats. So your hit leaders over the last seven days Mike Yastrzemski is tied for you know a bunch of guys. It's like fifth or something in the most hits. I actually picked him up in one of our leagues, our 16-team leagues. I needed some outfield help. He has got 10 hits, only one homer, which isn't super great, but he's not striking out a bunch, three walks, hitting 556. He's just getting a little bit of run right now, so that might be someone you want to take a look at. I also have, and we can pair this up, I have the hitter chart next week. He's got six games. There's only a few that have seven games. I'll actually rattle those off here in a minute. And those games are at Colorado for four and then at Arizona. The Arizona ones, though, theoretically are up against Gallon and Kelly, unless the Diamondbacks maybe want to screw around and do something because these guys are falling apart and playing like crap. Maybe they don't, but he's got four games against Colorado right now, so... Maybe Mike Yastrzemski, if you're looking for a little bit of outfield help. I would say Elhurst Montero, because he's on this list. He's had 10 hits also over the last week, but Nolan Jones is like the best player in baseball. 
better than Mike Trout, better than Acuna, Acero, and Chris Bryant. And Chris Bryant is back. I know. I, I heard you guys talk about him on CBS. It was like, uh, do you remember him? And Scott White was like, no, who is that? You know, no. uh, 6% roster for Montero on Yahoo, 20% for Yastrzemski uh, since he's been hitting so well. So, uh, yeah, and Chris Bryant being back is awesome. But, I mean, like they said, uh, uh, let me ask you here because I, it, no, no, no. Next year, are you going to be back on the Chris Bryant bandwagon if he finishes off the last three weeks well here? Yeah, we talked about, I mean, like, if he's, out, if he's cheap, um, Scott had an interesting comp. I mean, we're Bellinger, just trying to, like, right? yeah, yeah. It's like, if you're trying yeah. to, like, piece, like, similar situations, like, maybe Bryant is, like, next year's Bellinger. It's a hitter-friendly environment. I think Bryant struggled with a lot of injuries. If I get him cheap, I probably will simply because he's in Colorado. But, you know, this past year, it was, like, what, like, 115 or something? I'm going to have to get him around 175 post 200. That I will. And... The problem is, is if he ends really hot, he ain't going to be that cheap because it's right. like, oh, my God, look, the last month he hit six homers in Colorado and hit 350. Like for people, their that's enough for people for, for their draft price, you know, not straight up, obviously for their draft price, jazz or Chris Bryant. Jazz still just the talent's too good. OK, yeah, well, because jazz is going to be a lot cheaper. He's going to be a lot cheaper. A lot cheap. Well, not cheaper than Brian, but yes, cheaper overall. For yeah, sure. It, it like if he because he was going in like the 30s or 40s. If I can get jazz like 75 to 100 and yeah. Brian is at 200. Jazz is still a really good player. He just is always hurting himself. Bryant also always hurting himself. Not remotely as good of a player as uh, jazz Chisholm. Maybe he'll bounce back. I'm interested in the buy, but um, you know how it goes. Robbie Grossman been hitting three for the Rangers some because that Rangers team is just decimated two homers in his last five games, seven RBI, seven runs as well. Six to three walk to strikeout ratio, little OBP bump hitting 400 hitting in the primary spot for Texas when given the opportunity. Might is this Garver? Someone. Is, is this that is, who he's uh, Robbie Grossman? Oh, Grossman. Yeah, dude. Grossman goes through these runs. That's, this is why last year before the season, I was. Uh, all over taking him in the last round, and then he started out so cold and was terrible. But yeah, Grossman goes through these little spurts where he's so good. So yeah, if he's if he's hitting hot right now, go ahead and pick him up. Uh, the A's have been pretty hot lately. I know Bubba's been very big on a lot of these guys. Seth Alder Brown Chuck has been unbelievable. Yeah, well, Seth Brown, as far as hitter, three homers he's had over the last six games played, hitting four hundred. That might be a guy you want to look at if you're trying to chase some more power. Zach Galoff is still out there. He might have been cut. Davis Snyder might still kind of be out there. And his crazy inflated Babbitt is still running three homers, hitting 250 over that time. Those are probably, those are like, we're talking about like the bats that I think we're really comfortable with because people might be like, well, you know, what do you think about uh, blah, blah, blah? What do you think about uh, Everson Pereira right now? Nope. He's hitting under 200. He stole two bases in one game. He has been wildly inconsistent. No, thanks. Like, that's not a rookie that I'm interested. Parker Meadows does not have a hit in his last 17 plate appearances. Those are rookies that can kick rocks. And they're also kind of stolen base guys. If you're looking for more stolen base guys that are eligible right now, you're probably looking at Bryce Terang. He's getting some time. He's got three stolen bases in his last six games. He's hitting almost 300. Jacob Young with the Nationals. He's not hitting a bunch. He's under 200, but he does have three stolen bases. These are some hitters I would probably look at if you are chasing certain categories. 
outside of more well-known players that are not, I'm right. assuming are not on this list, like the Nolan Jones, like Chris Bryant's of the world. Those would be some yeah. of those. Um, here are your game look for next week. I didn't do this ahead of time, so I'm going to live do it. Your teams with seven games next week. The Baltimore Orioles, the Chicago White Sox, the Cincinnati Reds, the Colorado Rockies, Detroit Tigers, that's five, Miami Marlins, Milwaukee Brewers, Minnesota Twins, New York Mets, Jesus, New York Yankees, and <laughs> so the who Texas, doesn't have seven Texas games? Rangers and Nationals, just 12 <laughs> teams with seven games that are going down next week. And, oh, I didn't even realize this, the Boston Red Sox have eight games because Monday, or this is Thursday. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. This is over the, the next seven days. So that's including today as we're recording. So I'm giving you a little bit of a misnomer. This is like... Thursday, Friday on uh, as I'm looking at this. Let me see. Can I do this? 18. Yeah, let's look next week. Sorry, that was kind of a lie. So this is starting Monday. Here we go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor, you're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So, whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Yeah, man, I'll tell you who that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcommedia. You made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on here. Yeah, yeah take you with us and move on. Whether it's a championship next week or it's just another two round. I know some people are going to move on to like a two round championship. However, it ends up working. Like out. I've always said, play to the end of the year. Never stop playing baseball. Don't even play. Include the fall league. Include yeah. the fall league in your league. Just bounce over to that. I'm sure someone has a system somewhere where you can play it. Do it all. We actually do an ITL. We have Go to your kids' a, little league game. Keep stats. We have an AFL uh, like best ball league that we do where we get to draft. I think it's like 10 or 12 of us, and we draft three players. You have two players and like a bench player that you can bring back in if a guy like leaves. And I was first place the first half, but then I had stupid Lawler who left. Brendan Davis who left, and then I was stuck with like Austin Martin. And that was game, The team was too good. Players was too good. quit playing. 
Team yeah, was too good playing. for me. That's right. So they, we are going to do a little they bit. They dismantled AFL. the Welsh. That's what they happened. Did. So they did. Broke, so break maybe up. we'll do some more. Maybe I'll do like a, even a bigger AFL thing. But go over to InThisLeague.com if you guys want to be a part of all the fun, all the stuff. Check out the ranks. Get in the group me rooms. And you can know that you are uh, you are supporting us, which we appreciate you guys doing that in this very, very short left baseball 2023 season. Uh, one episode next week. It'll be early. We'll prep you for the week. And then that following week, we will probably be doing the uh, slow mock draft, which will be going through the results and stuff like that, which will then be followed by like, you know, a little small break. And then we'll be really back at all the action Pretty because quick. Arizona fall yeah. league is, um, you know, we'll probably take like two weeks off into the fall league or something like that. Maybe we'll return right before. It depends uh, on if the D backs make, make the uh, playoffs or not. Yeah. So uh, but on how those all be rank based episodes. And we're going to be talking a lot about that. We might be doing some early NFBC stuff. But Prospect One is going to be going on, which if you guys want to check it out, James Anderson from Rotowire is on uh, talking about the end of season ranks. He's on Prospect One, which drops Friday. And I will be doing probably one or two. I'll probably one or two more end of season things, trying to get the P180Ps in. And uh, the Fall League is less than a month away. It's like three weeks away. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And I'll have a lot of coverage on that on Prospect One. Otherwise, you guys know where I am, CBS on Wednesdays. Rates and barrels only on Mondays for the next couple weeks. And uh, Fantasy Pros, Monday, Wednesday, Friday through the end of September. And then we take another little break again. But I might be doing some Dynasty content on Fantasy Pros. If you haven't looked out for that. At Is It The Welsh, at Bogman Sports. We are out of here. We love you. Goodbye. Win things. We'll talk to you soon. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.